0: Comedy was like the first thing I really cared about mm. like I did other stuff in high school like when I was for I boxed for like six years okay. uh, I used to teach scuba diving There was like a bunch of different stuff I used to cool. do for long periods of time yeah but they were all kind of uh, decisions from other people okay. um, like, from, like my, family yeah like my my parents got me into boxing and nice. I got into scuba diving through university because my parents wanted me to go right to university yeah. Um, So comedy was the first thing where I was like, oh, I like this. I'm going to go do it and just go out there on my own and try it out. And so I have, like, a real passion, real focus. And from putting that mentality of, like, accomplishing your goals and then seeing the long-term, like, effects of doing something I really like Absolutely. and putting a lot of effort into it, I'm I'm like, okay, well, I can apply that mentality of accomplishing goals to other things and then see long-term accomplishments.
1: Do you feel like a motivational speaker to me now? Oh, yeah? What kind of things do you do to motivate yourself or keep yourself focused?
0: Um, I, will, I try to write down my goals every day. So oh. then I have, like, a to-do list. Sort of thing. your
1: goals every oh like for the day yeah so nice. I have like okay.
0: daily weekly um, and yearly goals Wow uh, okay
1: how did you start this why did you start this does somebody teach you to do this
0: yeah actually okay. I got into this through um, I did sales briefly um, and the, if you've ever been in, like, a sales environment, it's very, like, you've got to be super motivated on top. There's and, no
1: such thing as self-doubt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: So being in that mentality, I got introduced to, like, Tony Robbins and, like, the oh, okay. self-help, like, motivational yes.
1: videos and stuff. Uh-huh.
0: Um, and yes. I still listen to motivational videos to, like, okay. get pumped up. They're helpful. They are. They, they are like, really, really
1: do helpful. get... Yeah, like, I've listened to Tony Robbins, and I've been, like, really excited about my life.
0: I find when I do that, I... Drop a lot of like insecurities and stuff like that, and just stop worrying about things and stay focused on what I need to do. And right. when I accomplish those things, I start feeling even better. So that's that's how I got into that mindset. Um, and I find it helps with like just accomplishing other things. It's big in um, Colorado right now. They're doing like uh, sativa protein bars. Uh-oh. So you eat that like before you work out. So you're getting this like, you're getting basically like what you need to build muscle and everything, and you're like your pre workout sort of meal. Um, with, mixed with the sativa, okay. and then it takes long enough to kick in that you yeah. wait like a half hour, so you don't get cramps or anything yeah. like and that.
1: And it's, it's legal there, right? Yeah. So it's I, very... Well, I'm not exactly I'm not sure. sure
0: what it is. I know, because in Washington and Colorado, they legalized it, but it's not legalized federally in, in the states. It's legalized, I don't know what the other, like a state? Okay. so in the state it's legal, but I think if the federal government wanted to come down on it, they still could, Mm -hmm. but they're making so much money off the tax, like, I don't think they would, like, I, I I think it's still kind of in a gray area, well, from what I heard is, um, Trudeau said, he announced on 420 that legalization's gonna happen in 2017, Mm -hmm. um, but... The progress I heard that's happening is they want to legalize it, where it's like an LCBOs type situation, mm-hmm. but you can't like grow it yourself. You can't. Um, what was the other restriction? Uh, there won't like it won't be like clinics and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Vapor I lounges. Think even. Won't be vapor lounges. I think that's what it was, yeah. which is ridiculous. Like you can make your own beer, you can grow your own tobacco, like you just right? legalize it. Don't put don't pussyfoot oh around it. At this point. It's it's almost ridiculous that it's still illegal. Like, I guess Isn't it? I get that it has to go through the process. Yeah. But it's, I mean, if it's a substance, if people want to use it, they can use it. If people want to use Tylenol, they can. Right. It, I mean, I feel like we've all had this argument so right. many times and now it's just tired.
1: It and is tired.
0: so many people have either tried it or are currently using it. But I think uh, it'll get there. Okay. I, I, I think it's going to be a slow process. Because Canada legalizing weed is, it's not just about Canada. It's going to affect the states and other countries exactly. and the UK and it's, it's going to be a big deal.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so there's all those other things to keep in consideration. It's not as simple as, well, we should just be able to smoke. And it's like, okay, well, what if that affects trade with other countries because they don't right. want to trade with us because we're, mm. we're legalizing pot, so it's affecting their situation with marijuana in their country and they're mm. against it, blah, blah, blah. Right. So it's a, it's bigger than 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 True. what we think it is. I sure. the, how, I was living in this house before um, with some other comedians. So how does that happen? Uh, well, comics are constantly coming to the city yeah. and moving and leaving. Okay. So there's um, there's a stand up community forum in Toronto. Yeah. Um, so like when people need roommates, they post on there. Like hey, someone's moving out, or I need a or I need a place to live, and that's how like a lot of people find roommates and stuff.
1: That's very interesting. Yeah. Oh, look who's here, Jesse. Hey. Hey. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I have this. Oh, that's fabulous cuz I, I, I was Do you want to filter in it, today. it? No, it doesn't oh, matter. Okay. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> we take care of each other. So, we're not a couple somewhere. <laughs> we, we were recently. We've just my you have been coming yeah. to the Hot Bucks as regulars for a while. Yes, not know. <laughs> and yeah. apparently people some people thought we were a couple. <laughs> And really yeah. One person said we moved together like a couple. Like, oh. We moved like a couple. Yeah. I don't together. know what that means. Yeah. We don't hold hands. I guess just you're yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Kissing? <laughs> <laughs> I It was in
0: grade four, and I made, like, a funny speech about my family. I can't remember anything that was mm-hmm. in it, mm-hmm. um, but... Um, I, that just stuck in my head, and then in grade five, the next year, I tried to write a serious speech, and I couldn't do it. And then there was like,
1: <laughs> interesting.
0: There was no. Like, public I have to p-
1: entertain people.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, uh, but that stuff never got in my head as like be a comic. Like I, uh, for years and years, there was no more public speaking, and even like at the beginning of high school, um, I started watching comedy a lot, but still never thought to be a comedian. And then um, in the last two years of high school, I did public speaking again. And I remembered in grade four, like I made it funny, so try making it funny again. So I did the same thing, made a funny speech. And in grade 11 and 12, I got to go in front of the school. But it wasn't until a few years after that, my brother started doing stand-up in Vancouver. And um, I was like, what do you, because I didn't know I would watch people on TV, and you're like this huge comedian, there's thousands of people watching you. I thought you had to be famous, and then you were a comedian. And so, Oh, is
1: that right? Is yeah. That, yeah.
0: So I, I had no idea that you could just do it. I was like, what do you mean yeah. you're just doing stand up? <laughs> okay.
1: It's like artists, you have to be dead first. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: I wrote enough for like a five-minute set, and I was like, "Why don't I just do it?" And then I just went to go try.
1: Wow. Yeah. Do you have a very like supportive family? Yeah. You sound like you do. Instead of what a difference a day makes, what a difference yeah. a family makes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, it yeah, does. It is super- and is it just you and your oh, brother, so or do
0: you have? Um, I and I have two sisters as well. Sisters. Yeah. yeah.
1: And are they yeah. Funny? Um, Is yeah, every, funny? Yeah. funny? Yeah, everyone's pretty funny. Yeah, we
0: all crack jokes and bust balls and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Are you that's guys funny? funny it's kind of mixed up. My um, so my dad was married before and had two kids, and that's my brothers and sister on my dad's side, uh, and they grew up in Montreal. Um, and then when my dad and his ex wife got divorced, he met my mom, and she already had a daughter, who's my sister on my mom's side, um, and then they had me. And then the whole family ended up coming together in BC. Growing up, my dad was like, never blame anything on your race. He's like, anything that happens, if you have to work harder, you just have to work harder. That's your reality. There's nothing you can do about it. Don't blame it on, on the color of your skin. Um, And I grew up in a really multicultural area. Not a lot of Black people in um, in BC, but there's like there's uh, people from the Middle East, there's Asian people, there's white people from all different types of cultures, like Italian, um, Serbian, like all sorts of different types of people. So uh, I don't remember race being too huge of an issue. I remember having like a little bit of my identity crisis in high school. Like I was never really into. deeply into black culture like hip hop and certain things that are like stereotypically black Um, but i felt like i should be that way and it wasn't until i left home that i got to kind of grow out of that and become more of myself Uh, but coming to toronto i try not to pay attention to it too much like if and not like race issues but if say if like i was getting on the bus and the bus driver was rude to me i wouldn't be like oh he's rude to me because i'm black he's rude to me because he's being a rude guy yeah. I, I I don't try to actuate things to race too often. Mm-hmm. But there are some things, like, yeah, if someone uses the N-word, yeah. words, things you can't ignore. He named me after Che Guevara. Oh, um, yes, uh, that was hey. one yeah. of my questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I wanted to like, Che. Yeah. Che.
1: Um, in Argentina, we yeah. use Che all yeah. the time. Like, That's oh, where he know. gets the nickname
0: from. It's yes. because he would say Che. It's like a like almost a filler word. Like uh, like a A. Like, how's are going... And, but he says Che so often, they gave him the nickname Che, um, his real name Ernesto, and then that's how he became Che Borre. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like saying, it's like
1: saying dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Che, oh yeah, Che.
0: <laughs> do you have a Che t-shirt? I, I do. I think mean, someone gave me one. I've never bought one, but someone gave me oh, one. Yeah. Um, sometimes I think if Chase saw his face on t-shirts throughout, like,
1: oh, God. the rest, like, he'd be like, whoa, that would be horrible. Uh, it was, like, a,
0: everything <laughs> against, what he, what he stood so, for. That's so
1: fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, could.
0: somebody, whoever, making a bunch of money off of selling his face oh, on a t-shirt. My that's God.
1: crazy. I feel like if I were to talk about my dating experience, I would feel like I would be kind of accumulating people, making them into one person yeah. with all the traits combined of all these individuals. That sounds Probably. A lot like how you make that's, a joke.
0: <laughs> Some people who are heckling are having a good time, and they're they think they're contributing to the show. Um, and they just you just need to give them like, a quick joke or a shutdown or, or just be like, yeah, 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 like acknowledge them and then continue. Um, some people are trying to be malicious and are, are like just mean. And you some people just try to put them in their place um, and, or you just have them removed. And the good thing about like, a comedy club is if someone's talking, um, you can be like, okay, make a joke. And you can be like, okay, keep it down. And then if they keep going, you can be like, you're out of here. Right which is really nice because yeah. people came to watch the show, right? I think in like the club environment for me at least where I've, I've performed so far that's where you get the best audience it's tight it, the ceilings are low seats maybe anywhere from like some clubs are smaller to seat like maybe 30 or 90 people some are bigger seat like two, 300 people but you get an environment that where everyone came for comedy, everyone's like that's their mindset. When people paid for comedy, like when you put down money and you're like, I'm here to see a comedy show, you're invested in that mentally and you want to laugh. So that's that's where you get some of the best audiences. Do
1: you remember your first time on stage? Yeah.
0: It was it was good. My first time was good. It wasn't until a couple months in that I had like my first real like really bad bomb. Um, I mean, I'd been doing it for a couple months And I'd def- there was a place I bartended I was a French-Canadian sports bar um, And the owner was like Hey, you've been doing comedy You should do some stand-up In between intermissions As like an act to like, keep things going um, And I was like, sure, that's great So I showed up And we couldn't hook the mic up to the sound system uh, so I yelled comedy at like two hundred French Canadians <laughs> who barely spoke English, <laughs> and yeah, it was just, it was just set up to lose oh. right from the beginning. And I've been doing comedy for a couple months; like oh. I had no tools to to make a show work, right? But uh. don't they
1: say that every comedian needs to bomb? To oh kind yeah. Of just me I kind of feel like I would not purposely bomb just to like get it over with like do a really bad like first show
0: it's (laughs) uh, (laughs) bombing you learn like in anything people always say you learn more from a loss than you do from a win and you like bombing is the same thing when you bomb you learn do you believe that? oh yeah yeah absolutely you learn more
1: from a loss than a win
0: because you when you lose like when you won you're like okay how did we win well we just I just did what I do and that like, if I go up and have a good set, I just told my jokes, and maybe I did a little crowd interaction. Maybe I did a few things differently. But when you bum, you're like, "This is, I'm never going to do this again. Like, um, I had a bad set recently in uh, BC. I was doing uh, a show my brother runs, And I was, I didn't realize how nervous I was, but I was performing in front of my family and I never really do that, and it was also in front of my brother, and there was a bunch of like big comics there, Vancouver comics, and I just was forgetting jokes one after the other. I couldn't remember my set. And after that, and now when I before I go to a show, I have my set list, and I'm running through every joke word by word through my head, like how it leads into the next joke and how everything happens, where the pauses are. Like I'm never making that mistake again. Wow. Yeah, it's important to bomb, and it even like really high level comics bomb. There's a. Do you guys know Tom Segura? Yeah.
1: No, um, <laughs> he's uh, he's
0: super funny. He has a couple specials on Netflix. Um, he uh, has he does a podcast called Your Mom's House. It's a great name for a podcast. Does he go uh, to
1: like comics? Mom's house? No, it's
0: just called Your Mom's. House. Okay, it's cool. just a, like a. Silly <laughs> joke. Uh, but he had a set in Winnipeg. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was in Winnipeg and he it was like a corporate thing a bunch of these people came and he was doing this sh- They doing the show at this. Um, I don't know if it was a bar or a club um, but he had a, like a okay. horrible bomb Like where he One guy was like Being aggressive with him And he's like You gotta get out of here But there, there was a whole group of people who Came together So like no We wanted to stay And then the club didn't kick the guy out And so the atmosphere was weird And the whole crowd turned against him And he just had this Terrible set And he plays the set And talks about it um, And actually a Toronto guy Do you guys know tricks.
1: <laughs> we're very new to the comedy scene. Okay. The comedy scene at the Hot Box is pretty much like where us far Yeah, you too. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Trix is a, is a well known, uh, well known comic a, out here. Very, very funny guy. Cool. Um, he opened for him that night. Okay. Um, and But like, Tom Segura is a very high level comedian. He has Netflix specials, and even he had a bomb. Oh, yeah.
1: For, uh, for him.
0: Yeah. Trix. Is it T R I X? X two X's. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, my favorite comedian. Um, that's super hard. Uh, like I love Chappelle was like the one of the oh first guys. He's, he's so good. I he's saw so love good I with him last summer. When um, uh, when I watched like the Chappelle show and then I would watch his stand up. I remember that being like me really starting to comprehend the difference between, like, sketch comedy and stand-up comedy and, like, funny movies and and understanding the different categories of comedy. Um, And he was, like, what really made me, I guess, want to start trying stand-up or, like, made me want to, like, talk in front of people and be funny when I would think about, like, writing, uh, doing, like, the public speaking and stuff like that. Uh, but right now, I love Bill Burr. Bill yeah, Burr's super fine. funny. I think he's like very much in his prime right now. He's loose. He's being himself. He has like a solid identity. Uh, I like guys who are like don't care what anyone thinks about what they say. Like <laughs> Doug Stanhope is super funny. Um, who else? There's a, Jen Kirkman's new special was killer her Netflix special was so good I like comics I'm not an angry comic but I like angry comics <laughs> yeah, I, like, yeah. I just the, <clears throat> I like the expression of anger in a funny way is really really funny to me the frustration that might be
1: me I don't know yeah <laughs> I, might, I think I'm funniest when I'm angry I'm yeah. like shit <laughs>
0: But yeah, dating's all over the place. I try to do it sometimes.
1: Yeah, uh, do it? No.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's get dirty now. <laughs> this is why you're really here. Now. Have you ever thought about doing motivational speaking for like youth? Um, you seem like you could really like totally do a good job. People well, would want to yeah. follow you. You could probably have your own cult.
0: Uh, maybe.
1: <laughs> so, how do you explain life? saying for yourself um
0: like god and stuff oh that's so hard Uh, (laughs) um, i don't know like um there was when i was living in mexico before i left there was a guy who introduced me to like a lot of health and fitness stuff and that got me really deep into that like i used to lift and, and work out but my i didn't understand like Proper use of like vitamins and um, and like things like coconut oil, how good that is for you, or like other supplements and minerals, and how you can put these other things in your body and like and amplify and optimize your health. And he taught me a lot about this stuff. And he was also a really spiritual guy, into like, like different religions and and looked into different other things. And he opened my mind to a few things. Um, I don't know where I am on it, like, is there a God, is there not a God, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if it makes a difference if I believe in something. Um, I want there to be something after because I feel like that's just so boring. It's not like a, oh, I believe like we're all going to be. I'm like no, I just want something cool after. Like <laughs> I want there to be like a cool thing. Yeah. Like we go through all this and we can imagine infinity, right? and and then it's done. Like I want a cool thing at least.
1: And also for me, I feel like I can't grasp the idea of just not existing. Yeah. Like just being gone.
0: Yeah. That, I mean that would be a bummer. <laughs> but I remember. When I moved to Toronto, so I'd been doing stand-up in Mexico for, like, a year, and um, I was, like, stuck. I had lost my job because, I, like, this company I was working for, they, like, basically, they didn't do my paperwork and stuff, and uh, and I ended up just not having a visa, and I, like, had to leave the country. I had, like, almost no money and I wanted to do comedy and then this guy who was talking about before he was like he's like you're a comedian he's like if well, I was you he's like I'll just sell all my stuff and go uh, but then I was like oh, I'll sell my scuba diving equipment and I sold it and I got like enough money to get a plane ticket and come to Toronto wow yeah. uh and but when that happened when I had that yeah. idea of selling the diving gear and from him telling me that I said thank you like just out so oh yeah, like this,
1: the universe. kind yeah,
0: of Yeah, just because I'm like that, this is what has to happen, and now I'm here and doing this. Uh, and so you I've, said thank you
1: to something.
0: The something, whatever the that something. was. <laughs> yeah. If it was to myself for thinking of it, or to something for putting the idea in my head, or for to him for giving me the idea of selling the stuff. Um, I, whatever it was, I was like I was so grateful for now knowing how it was going to get to Toronto and be able to do comedy. I'm sure there's like little things I do. Especially like uh, show prep, like going over my set like I have I have like a ritual to like get into how I'm going to do a show. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like before when I would drink, before I would do comedy, now I like barely drink. But I would always have three beers. I was like that's the right number of beers for me to get into a state of where I feel comfortable and I'm loose. Um, but I nothing I can really, like, put my finger on that's huge, I'm like, I have to do this. I got a couple shows tonight, and then Sunday, same thing, go out and do more nice. shows. Yeah, just, like, write. I try to write every day, and then go out and, and do the shows. You keep on doing your sense. thing. Thank
1: Inspire you. people just by shining. Yes,
0: thank you.